Welcome to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to create the life, marriage, and body of your dreams. If you want to stop struggling with your weight, bring more romance to your marriage, more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Sherry Brazier. I'm a mother to four boys, a wife, a self-proclaimed professional dieter, and a certified confidence life coach. Let's get into it. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast today. We are going to be talking about how to get out of a stall. Now, I get this question a lot. People ask me a lot about um, being in a stall or being in a plateau or how I feel about that. Um, I get lots of different questions, but it really comes down to what happens when you stop losing on the scale as quickly as you did before, because we all start out losing pretty quickly after we have weight loss surgery, and then it starts to kind of slow down and and it naturally just kind of freaks us out because of what we were used to having and used to feeling when we were losing weight before surgery and any of the diets that we were on before surgery. Um, anytime that there was some kind of a stall, some kind of a plateau, some kind of a stopping in weight loss, it meant that our bodies weren't um, doing what they were supposed to do. Um, I like to say that my body wasn't having my own back, right? Because it wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. So when I was about five months out um, after surgery, I was super discouraged and I'd kind of had all of those those thoughts about what did I do to myself? This isn't worth it. I'm not losing weight as fast as I thought that I would. Um, like just all of the drama that goes on. And I actually just was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And I actually gave up. And the funny thing is, that's really not possible for you to give up when you're um, healing from weight loss surgery, because you can't eat anything. So I'm not really sure what I felt like I was giving up on, because it's not like I was on a diet and I was on a restrictive diet that told me that I couldn't eat certain things. And all I had to do was just make the decision to not be on that diet anymore. And I could just eat whatever I wanted. That wasn't the deal. <laughs> That's not really how it goes. So you have weight loss surgery, you can't really give up because there isn't any physical way that you can eat unless you put yourself in severe pain, right? And stretch your stomach out. So um, what did I actually give up? Well, I gave up fighting it. Like I just wasn't going to fight it anymore. And I thought that I was throwing this tantrum and taking back control, but that's really not what happened. I just stopped getting on the scale every day and I just, I stopped getting on the scale to see if I was skinny yet. I stopped obsessing about what the number attached to a piece of chicken or a banana was and I just ate what would give me nutrition and still cut oats and potatoes were first on the list. I dropped all the drama in my head that I was going to fail and that I might be doing it wrong. I just ate. 
Sometimes I ate half of a cheeseburger without one side of the bun because that's just what I chose to do. And right now I'm a year and a half out and I'm about three pounds away from my original goal. So I did not meet my goal in the first year. So side note there. Um, And I only lost like three or four pounds last month. The month before that, I didn't lose any. The month before that, I lost 10. And I am not really sitting around thinking, what did I do in April, whatever that month was, a couple of months ago, that made me lose 10 pounds that I didn't do this month and I only lost three. So I didn't go into that that mindset of what did I do or what didn't I do or what am I doing wrong now and what did I do that was right then and you know all of the drama about losing 10 pounds in a month and how do I continue to do that month after month after month after month because I that isn't healthy. Your body just isn't like that. In the beginning, it seems like it just is dropping so fast and that's what we want it to just continue until we reach our goal and we just don't ever want it to stop. And the reason that we don't want it to stop is because when it stops, we feel something. We feel an emotion. We feel disappointed. We feel scared that we've done something wrong. Um, There's a whole, you know, list of things that we feel when the scale doesn't go down and we think these thoughts that we're not going to make it and the scale isn't going to keep going. We're not going to make it to our goal. We're not going to be able to keep it off. Like all of those scarcity thoughts bring emotions of disappointment and being scared and all of those things. So I just asked myself these two questions in the last six months actually probably more like eight months it's probably been, that I've just asked myself these two questions. I had decided that I was just giving up. I was just, I'm not doing all of the crazy, you know, numbers and keto and this diet and that diet and this number and that number. I'm just not doing it anymore. I just am not going to worry about it anymore. I'm just going to eat the most nutritious thing I can eat. So that was question number one. Wherever I was, what is the most nutritious thing I can eat? If I'm standing in the pantry, what's the most nutritious thing I can eat? If I'm out with friends, what's the most nutritious thing I can have? If I'm out on a date, same. If it's a family dinner, same. What's the most nutritious thing I can eat? Sometimes it's crackers, wheat thins. I love wheat thins. I have wheat thins a lot. Sometimes it's a salad. Sometimes it's a cheeseburger with only half the bun. But asking myself the question, what is the most nutritious thing I can eat right now, gets me out of my head of that scarcity that I'm not going to make it, that I'm not going to get to my goal, um, that everything has gone wrong. My body is giving up on me. My body's not doing what it's supposed to. Um, I'm not you know, just comparing myself to everyone else, right? So the second question is, have I had enough? I take about four bites of anything, whatever it is, and I ask myself, have I had enough? 
If the answer is no, then I take two more bites. And then I check in with my body and ask, have I had enough? Check in with my stomach, see how full it is. Check in with, you know, maybe I didn't eat for a really long time and I've got a headache. I'm jittery. My nose is running, you know, whatever it is that those, um, those hunger cues that I've realized now, I check in with my, with my body, not with my mind and say, do I want more? Does it taste good? Do I want to eat more? It's, I check in with my body. What, what do I need? Have I had enough food? And that's it, my friend. That is it. Everything else is frosting on the cake. Exercising? Sure. You want to go exercise? Dress up that cake with some glitter and you go and do some exercising. The point is it will work. Don't panic. Let go of the hold just a bit. I promise it will be much more enjoyable of a journey if you do this in a way that's not punishing yourself and causing drama in your head. You have the rest of your life to learn your new tool. You either win or you learn. No mistakes, no failure. Everything that happens is a learning experience and you learn from everything that you do. If you're curious, if you're not judging yourself. Okay, so this is something that I get a lot. Um, A lot of people will message me and they'll say, I need some motivation or some reassurance. They're six months post-op or they're eight months post-op or they're a month post-op and they're about ready to give up. And they're just so incredibly discouraged that they keep stalling. And a four to five week stall and they just feel like they're broken. They just haven't been able to lose any more weight. This isn't working. Four to five weeks is a long time. I get it. I've been there. Um, and so they immediately go on a liquid diet because they think that that's what is going is going to help them get started losing again, which it might. They might lose two pounds that, that week. But then you go into another stall because you're forcing your body to do something it's not ready to do yet. So this is what I think about when I when I was going into a stall and I don't even use the word stall anymore. I'll go weeks without losing any weight. And then all of a sudden there's two or three pounds down on the scale, or I'll lose some weight. One day I'm down a couple of ounces. The next day I'm down a couple of ounces. The next day I'm down a pound and I'll end up losing three pounds that week. And then I'll lose nothing for another six. It's just my body healing. It's just my body doing its thing. I've just decided that I'm going to do my thing. My body's going to do its thing. And we're going to end up on the same page because I'm not going to fight anymore. I decided that I was given up on the fighting when I was five months off out post-op. I decided I'm giving up on fighting my body. I'm just not going to do it anymore. So I have lots of people that say they're literally doing everything they can do and they're not losing weight. And my answer to that is then stop fighting it. Just give your body the nutrition that it needs and let it do its thing. So like I said before, I don't even use the word stall. 
anymore. Um, I use the word healing. So instead of I'm in a stall or I keep stalling, that is not a useful sentence to choose. So you think it's just truth that you've stalled, that you're not losing any, any weight. You haven't lost any weight for the last couple of weeks. And that means you've stalled. And that's a terrible sentence that you've chosen. That's not the truth. And the word stall brings so much anxiety and fear in most every single person that's had weight loss surgery. You tell, you say the word stall and they just start, they just, you can see the sweat beating up on their forehead. It it just freaks them out, right? Um, Because you think it means that you're never going to reach your goal. And if I could have you hear me say one thing today, it would be to never use the word stall in reference to your weight loss journey. Not ever again. Choose a more useful word. And the, like I said, the word that I use instead is the word healing. So think about it. When you think um, the phrase, the sentence, I'm in a stall, how do you feel? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel scared? Do you feel disappointed? Do you feel overwhelmed? How do you feel? Then how do you act from that feeling? You're crazy. You're looking for the next treat. You're looking for a way out. I was looking for sugar cookies. That's like my downfall is sugar cookies. That's what I was always looking for. I always just wanted something sweet. And then I couldn't eat anything. I would have one bite and then that's it. And I still had the feeling. So I was like, this is dumb. That's, that is not what I'm going for. But when you think the thought, my body is healing, how do you feel? Do you feel calmer? Do you feel, maybe even you just feel like, hmm, nothing. Like my body's doing its thing. It's just the way that it is. Do you feel peace? Do you feel like what is like um, accepting? And then what do you do when your body's healing? What do you think that you would do if you felt calm about your body healing? Do you think you would rest when it's tired? Do you think maybe you'd be kind to yourself if your body was healing? Maybe you would eat things that would encourage healing, like like, um, softer foods, more bland foods, um, not super heavy, starchy, sugary foods, but more nutritious foods like vegetables and different things like that because your body needs nutrition to heal, right? Maybe you drink more water. Your result will likely be that you are allowing and creating a space for your body to do what it does best, which is heal. So the thought, my body is healing, is what creates that result of your body healing. Our thoughts are the story that we tell ourselves. And that's where all the power lies because we can change our story. We can change the thoughts that we have. So after weight loss surgery, There's a lot going on in your body, lots of changes. Your body needs time to adjust 
and you need time to learn how your body reacts to different foods. So give yourself that time and that grace. Don't be in such a rush to get there. Don't be in such a hurry. You'll get there. And the more that you don't compare yourselves to others and you just let your body heal, the faster and the more enjoyable this journey will be. So that's what I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, I'll be here talking about the mindset that you need to not regain. Also, if you are liking what you're learning here, I would love for you to take a minute to write a review and rate the podcast. That will help me get this work out there and help more women have unshakable self-confidence after weight loss surgery. So until next week, I'll chat with you then. Bye for now. Want more trainings and guidance just like this one? Then you have to join Becoming Confident. This is my coaching program where I teach you how to be confident yourself in your ability to lose weight and create your dream life. When you join Becoming Confident, you'll enjoy being part of weekly group coaching, monthly classes on a specific topic related to weight loss and managing your mind, and lots of bonus courses on relationships, money, and your contribution to the world. The doors are opening soon, so get on the waitlist now. Go to sherrybrazier.com forward slash waitlist. I can't wait to see you inside your tummy company.